CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot. And really a disloyal person. This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Tuesday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe. At Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there. Join the militia. Thanks for tuning in hanging out with us. We appreciate all of you. This is a show about we don't we, we don't know what the show is going to be about we're going to talk mm, we're going to bring no. tyler on uh we're going to have some fun and um just see where the conversation takes us is kind of a little bonus content just trying to do something in between games is syracuse having a week off so tyler was trying to get on quite some time ago and things got we were waiting for another covid pause to get him on but it never happened and obviously this is the perfect opportunity to do it. So mm-hmm. he will be joining us soon. And just for the record, I don't know. Of course, there'll be a disclaimer afterwards because I will know. But I don't know what kind of language will be used. It's kind of a free form. I don't have anything up on the computer. I got no notes. I got no box score. I got nothing. So, um, yeah, we'll just see what happens. So I am blind here. Should be fun, to say the least. So. With that said, this show is brought to us by. Can you guess, Joe? Hold on, I'm stalling here. All right, um, take a guess. Go ahead. Subway. <laughs> Subway. No, not Subway. But. No, eat fresh anyway. Almost as good. Colorcast. Colorcast is a live audio-only sports talk platform, free to download news, talk to us, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. Perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. All you got to do is go to the Colorcast app for free in the iOS or Android stores, create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the league or group. Follow us at Cuse Militia to be notified when our room goes live. And... You might be saying to yourself, well, what the hell, guys? I already signed up for Spotify Greenroom. Don't fret. We're still using the Spotify Greenroom, okay? We'll we'll be using that for fan feedback live during that segment of the show all the time. And ColorCast will be something that we maybe do um, either during games or post-game or something like to that effect, some kind of bonus content. But all live stuff for the show. We'll always go through the Spotify green room. I don't care if they're sponsoring us or not. That's where we're going through. So um, if you want to download that, feel free. We'd appreciate it. Uh, Also, sports drink. Um, Your digital water cooler sports drink 
is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or at social. Go to sportsdrink.org. Open Instagram and type in sports drink spelled like sports drink without the vowel. So at S-P-R-T-S-D-R-N-K. They do have a on their website, they do have written content and they got podcasts for all kinds of sports, not just the NCAA, but MLB skating. Uh, that is not roller skating, that is skateboarding to that effect, something like that. And also uh, NBA, whatever that is, in the NFL. So go there, try them out, check it out. We appreciate all of you who do so. Thank you once again, Sports Drink and ColorCast. Okay. Joe, anything to say before we bring Tyler? Go orange. Go orange. That's right. Go orange. All right. All right, joining us now, our good buddy, friend of the show, Tyler Morona. Live from Texas. Tyler, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing really well. I'm I'm tired right now for you know one reason or another. Uh, it's weird being an adult, man, because as you guys well know, you guys have been adults longer than I have, but it's just a tiring uh, you know, responsibility. Yes, yeah, so the Monday through Friday grind is quite the thing. <laughs> Dude, never, sometimes the Friday through Sunday is worse because, like, there's Super Bowl. There's, I mean, there's all sorts of stuff. Like, in this time of the year, really, I think the holiday season kind of ends now in, in some way, shape, or form. Because, like, you're always making excuses for, like, oh, you know, there's MLK Day coming up. But then there's this coming up. Then there's a Super Bowl coming up. Like, I'm going to overeat for this event, for this event, and for this event, you know. So then it's, like, after a while, really what it comes down to is that from like Thanksgiving through Super Bowl Sunday, it's just like, for me at least, it's just gluttony wrapped up in a nutshell. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I try yeah. to take, an easy, take it easy a little bit between New Year's and Super Bowl, but Super Bowl is definitely, you know, we don't do anything. We sit home. But there's m- me, the wife, and three kids, and we just do, uh, we do the homemade appetizers and just eat until you can't move. And it's fun. It's once I mean, a that's year. the way to go, right? It's once a year. It's all homemade yeah, appetizers. Exactly. You know, we don't buy the frozen shit and in, 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 in microwave it. You know, if we make potato skins, we're making potato skins. Yeah, man, I miss the I, man, I miss the the northeast appetizers. There's just nothing quite like them. And like in the south, it's totally different. Like the Tex Mex stuff is the queso is unbelievable. But I do miss like the classic authentic northeast food to to a degree, I will I will say. Like wings. That type of yeah, stuff. Yeah, dude. Yeah, wings, pizza, like all this <laughs> yeah. stuff, like all the sports food, bar food. It's just not even close to the same. Like it's it's like it's rarefied air up there. It really is. Well, even in even like tenders, Tully's tenders. Oh yeah, yeah. There's nothing like the Tully's tender yeah. for sure. But and the wings up there are pretty good in up in Syracuse. But Virginia yeah. Beach has some good wings. And Joe's still in good. You know, you can find the good bar spots. You find the good bar spots. Oh, see, Joe, the, the bar right by my house. No. It's called Tailgates. So shout out to Tailgates. That's where I go. I can walk there. And they got the best bar food, dude. They do. No, and I'm, I've got There's to the wings. point where I buy my wings in air fryer, toss them that's, with my own that's sauce. That's a good one, too. Yep. That's a good one, too. And you could do, well, we got, I got the smoker, so I do a little smoker and then air fry, you know, f- oh, for the crisp. So... It's, yeah, and we got so a Wegmans good. down here, you know, so I can get some Anchor Bar hot sauce or yes, get some dinosaur Wegmans barbecue. wing sauce, right? Like, yeah. yeah. So, um, and, you know, if it weren't, and, and Joe, that only makes sense 
to get by your own wings these days because I think even the even the oh, local God. bar by me is I believe it's sixteen dollars for ten of them. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're, we're experiencing yeah. a wing shortage, by the way. Yeah. So as at Wegmans... Oh, I, I, I'm thoroughly aware of that. Are you? Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Because at Wegmans, you know, the big thing, we would go to, we go there to buy wings, and we ended up not because they didn't have any. So what they did instead <laughs> was is they were selling drumsticks, like, you know, mm-hmm. large packages of drumsticks. <laughs> like, 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 no, I cannot be fooled. By the drumstick. First of all, I'm they're a, like, I'm a flats guy. You. Oh, it's the same thing. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. It's only like yeah. four pounds heavier. Than yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's and it's the dark meat. I like the I like the flats. I'm a flat guy. So See, with these, you only need two. Right. Yeah, and that's the other ones you need upwards of thirty five. This yeah. you may need one. Yeah, pound. and you want to talk about smoking something? You smoke the drumsticks. I mean, you know what I mean? You do it. You do it like European style, right? Well, what, so what's your um? Like, do you have a smoker? Do you have an egg? Do you have a Traeger? What do you have? Oh, I've got I've got a Pit Boss, which is the poor okay. man's smoker, I guess you could say. But it's um, I don't judge. It's a it's amazing. I mean, it does the <laughs> trick for me. I've had it for two years and I haven't had any issues. The thing's awesome. My dad's got a uh, what's that? Um, it's another high. It's not it's not a Traeger. It's even more expensive than that, if you can believe it or not. Which those are kind of ridiculous. Yeah, but. His does just mine does just as good a job as his, and his was twice as much as mine. Put it that way. <laughs> so, um, anyway, but so what did you? Well, well let's get this out of the way. What did you think about the Super Bowl? Tyler's buzzing. You know, Tyler, you're buzzing for some reason. You hear I'm that? Buzzing. Yeah, there you go. Buzz. Uh, so I, I mean, better or worse? Sorry, it's not. Like, it's not what, there anymore. This. It's not there. It's not. Nope. Okay. Yeah. What do you think about the Super Bowl? How about Matthew Stafford? You know, I don't really care about any of the Rams, to be honest with you. In fact, I actually like really dislike the Rams. I think that they're um, they're they remind me a lot of the Dodgers, and that's because I grew up in LA and right. I really dislike the Dodgers. And what's funny is that I'm also a Lakers fan, which is very well documented. So like that intersection is very um, tight. But I really dislike all the other LA teams besides the Lakers. So, and as soon as the Cowboys get eliminated from contention, I automatically just switch to the AFC. Which is I'll usually when? When is that NFC When team. is that for you usually? When, when Dallas? That's, um, that's usually. <laughs> so, like, I was just telling that it doesn't matter to me. Like, I, I'm, I'm, like, bulletproof to it now. So, usually it's between, like, week 10 and 17. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Mm. I feel your pain, bro. So, it's okay. It's okay. Well, this year, this year, I just, I, at the inception of the season, I was just like, okay, I'm just starting it at week one. Like, I'm going to root for the Cowboys and the Chargers at the same time. And then, like, inevitably, one of them will get eliminated later than the other. They basically got eliminated the same day, which was tough for me. Well, I mean, we got our one, you know, token playoff game and then got beat by the Bengals, who went on to go to the Super Bowl. So I guess, you know, you got beat by the AFC champs. That's okay. I can can handle that, I suppose. Well, and I mean... (laughs) I don't want to go any you know wrong directions here, but the Raiders incurred all of the potential like distractions possible. Well, that's but, what happens when you move your team to Vegas. 
Very true. <laughs> it's the stupidest move. We've talked about it. It's the dumbest move, I think, to line your pockets yeah. ever. Obviously, not the team's best interests. Uh, that is a money move and a money move only. Regardless, your coach had to quit <laughs> because of emails, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but Eminem can, you know, I, I believe if you go through his lyrics, you'll find qu- qu- quite a few things that are uh, way worse than anything John Gruden said. And lyrics, uh, he was- lyrics or emails. What I'm trying to get to here is that Derek Carr, the last play of the game, like that's just exactly who he is to me. Like he'll play a good game, and then he's very Tony Romo, where like the last minute is just like over. Right. But can he read defenses like Tony Romo? It's, I saw a meme that said it's too bad Tony Romo couldn't read defenses uh, like he could in the booth when he was on the field. Oh, he could. He just didn't want to. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I said Joe a meme the other day. It's a Lions banner hanging in Lions in their stadium that says, our old quarterback won a Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. That Gosh. was hilarious. Dude, I like I said before, I, I wanted the Bengals to win simply because back, what, eight years ago in that draft, I wanted the Giants to choose Aaron Donald. And instead of pick right before the Rams, they chose Odell Beckham Jr. And then the Rams oh, chose Aaron Donald. And then Odell Beckham Jr. was on the Rams with Aaron Donald to win a Super Bowl. So to me, it was just like, good for you, Giants. So that was yeah. the reason why I didn't want to go with that. I mean, I was with the Bengals all the way, but and there was some controversial plays there too. Oh, the one face mask you... that was a that was a gimme seven point play right there. Jalen Ramsey got ganked down. Oh yeah. I mean, it, there was not a ref that was at the, a good angle to that. I mean, in all fairness, I mean, from yeah, there was by a the couple replays. I saw on Twitter too. Like there was a play when Rams were going to score, where. I think their whole offensive line by the center moved before he snapped the ball and nothing was called. And they obviously go on to score a touchdown. And then there was another snapshot of Aaron Donald pretty off sides <laughs> on that last play when he got the sack on Joe Burrow. So, I mean, uh, I, I just, I, hey, yeah, if I go to Twitter and look at them, I'm just saying. Okay. If they were your team, you'd be pretty upset. Oh, I had way other reasons, way more other reasons to be upset about my team last year. If they made it to the Super Bowl. Oh, no, Bowl, I, I, I hear the buzzing now. Do you? Yeah, it's still going. Uh, no, no, it went away. Okay. It kind of goes away when you talk. So we'll just sign off, Tyler. Go ahead. Take over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, God. there's always going to be something to complain about, right? Especially when, especially when you go, like, almost the whole game with no flags. Like, there was very, very few, what, two flags until... The final five minutes of the fourth quarter. Yeah, I didn't feel I didn't feel bad about the officiating at all. I mean, there's going to be, regardless. I think like as a former player, I think you want to think about, or I would think about, like you know, just don't get a flag called on you. Like that's the mm-hmm. biggest thing, right? So, um, you know, being from the perspective of like, if they're letting the boys play, then you know you'll start to see the game get a little bit more aggressive. But like, I don't think the game was like out of hand. Like I think it was just like a well, very well played game two of the best teams matching up and um you know i don't think that the players really did anything to go um you know warrant some huge flags you know sure there's gonna be like a miss here and there but i think for the most part in the super bowl even as memory serves like i really don't remember a lot of like big games coming down to controversial calls um because i don't think players like i think they're just so cognizant of that in the moment yeah i would agree i don't remember i forget last year's super bowl well, as a player, you get upset, but at the same time, you do understand that they miss calls. So, 
And yeah, of course. I think that, you know, you can be honest with yourself, you know, that you're always going to try to lobby for a call, but in the back of the mind, you know when you get a call too. So right. I think it evens out as a player. You know what the worst part was about being, especially a defensive lineman, is like you. I would go up to the ref after a play and be like, hey, you know, that, that dude was holding me. Like, you know, you got to, like, he was holding me. And he goes, okay, like, what number for next time? And I'm like, look, don't. No, I'm not talking about next time. I'm talking about like what just happened. <laughs> you know, like don't don't talk to me about next time. How about look at my number and make sure no one holds me? How about that? <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. It's like exactly like you're supposed to be looking out for me, not the other way around. I'm not trying to give you like he's going to hear like the, the off, this offensive lineman is going to hear this conversation like no and see me talking to you and know that like he needs to at least not hold for two at least two plays. Yep. Joe, if you want to talk, I'm going to have to have you use your raise the hand function. Why is that? <laughs> Are you just trying to be funny? Oh, okay. Yeah, because I just saw that Skype now has the raise your hand function, like Zoom. They're getting with the program, I suppose. All right, how about this? Oh, hey, 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 hey. Does that work? Hey, easy, no? easy. That does right, not work, sorry. Joe. That's not your that was, hand. That's raising my, I'm raising my hand. Well, your hand's up there, part of it. <laughs> about 20% of it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, Tyler. Buzzing. Yeah, Look, at know, him. Man. Look at him. What are you drinking, Tyler? Me? Yeah, ice water? Topo, Topo Chico. Oh, Topo it's, Chico. Uh, That's yes, uh, like carbonated water. Nice. It's probably big in Texas. Oh, it's it's, oh, it's huge. It's out of Mexico. This is the first time I ever had one was... Uh... Sorry, dude. My phone is like blowing up. Do you guys have something to talk about? It's like work people calling me, so just give me a second. <laughs> Tell them you're doing something very important right now. I am. That's what I'm trying to... I I mean, Joe and I would talk, but it's going to devolve into probably mask wearing or something like that because there's (laughs) nothing Syracuse to talk about. So... No, uh, there really isn't. There's no, there's no Syracuse news right now, unfortunately, and so it makes things a little difficult. we filled our last coaching spot. Michael Johnson Sr., her junior... Okay. Receiver Full coach. Receiver coach. A, a receiver yeah. coach. Okay. So that's, well, that's about good. the only news we had. So. All right. Congratulations. Welcome aboard, Mike Johnson. Junior. <laughs> you have a very, <laughs> very, very hard job in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> you that mind. might be that might that might honestly be the toughest job on that staff right now. I think that's the the least talent rich position we have. Agree. Yeah, I mean it's made it's been improved, I think. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say like experience. It's been depth. It's been. It's been. Ad- we've added depth. Let's put it that way. Our defensive line, but I know we have a lot of talented players coming in there as well. So I mean, we got some guys. One guy that decommitted from Florida there, and then committed yeah. with us. Um, he came here just because he knows he's going to be able to get playing time. So we definitely have talent on the defense and more so than receivers. It's just we have experience and older receivers. Just they haven't really proven to be very productive. You've been watching any basketball, Tyler? Big Syracuse right, so basketball I'm fan, are you? Br- I'm, glad, I'm glad you brought this up. This is one thing I needed to talk about. Something I need to get off my chest. Okay. Can't wait. I literally – so – the NBA starts well before college basketball and really before the new year, which is nice because like I can get a kind of a taste, like a good sample even 
before the new year so I can kind of decide, like, okay, how is my winter going to go? Like, what am I going to do with my time? Am I going to watch the Lakers this year? Like, am I going to pay to get the NBA League Pass where, like, I have it piped in from out of town? And, and um, you know, it's – for some, you know, it's a lot. For others, it's nominal. I don't know. It's like $100 for the season to do that. So I'm like, you know, it's, it's enough to, like, have to talk to the wife about, like, hey, there's going to be $100 charge, you know, all this stuff, right? Mm. So – Lakers are terrible. <laughs> like, there is no redeeming quality with them whatsoever this year. Okay, so that's been well established. So in my mind, I go, you know what? I need something else to do with my time. I need to watch something. It's probably going to be college basketball. I talk probably more shit about college basketball than any other sport that there is out there, period, probably. Hmm, not a fan. Not a fan no. whatsoever. It's so Only much better than the NBA, though. So much better than the not, not even close. Oh my God. There's a reason why the guys <laughs> guys in college are... have to stay for like a minimum amount of time because nobody wants to be there. But before all that, I am a very big Syracuse fan. The two teams I watched growing up was the, I watched the early CBS game and the late CBS game. It was Syracuse always on CBS, and then it was UCLA. It was a nice, you know, back to back. So I'm like, you know what? This year I'm going to talk less shit about college basketball, I'm going to give them a chance. In fact, I'm going to give the Orange a chance, and I tune into the first game I have, and it's literally my New Year's resolution. Stop talking so bad about college basketball. Like I, And the first game I watched was like the 29-point loss to Duke, and I was like, I'm back out. Like I couldn't even watch one game. I mean, hmm. you picked a really shitty game to watch, though. Let's be honest. I mean, you're three-quarters of the way through the season at that point. I try. I like. Look, I had. I needed something to go back to, and the one thing that I thought that was going to be there for me, I would have taken a ten, a fifteen point loss, maybe even a twenty point loss. When it got up to like you know the thirty point range, it was it was devastating. They're just for not. Me. So they're I was just like, not I'm, matching up. With I'm Duke. escaping one pain to literally go put myself there in a completely other one. <laughs> yeah. Well, once it gets up to twenty, it's the pain starts to subside. Then it just becomes frustration and anger. But when you know it's coming, too, it helps. And I knew that was coming. So. No, that, that game, yeah. Yeah, that game. <sighs> that game specifically, yeah. So, Tyler, you said that was your first game watching, right? Yeah. Like you didn't watch it leading up to... I watch some. I watch the Georgetown game every year. And oh. I normally, normally my, like, my deciding factor on college basketball is like, am I going to watch this year is whether or not we win that game. And two years ago, or whenever, because I think we've lost consecutive years now. Yeah. No, no, we beat them last year, didn't we? No, did we? Huh? I'm pretty sure we we won. We've lost year. two out of the last three. Outside. We've lost yeah, two out of three. We, we have. We've lost two out of three. Because so maybe I'm talking like, you know, twenty whatever, twenty twenty. Yeah, it was the and, year before last. Yes. Yeah. And I literally Joe's like, looking. Now, I I remember that being like a soul crushing loss, and I literally turned to my wife and I go like, I don't want to eat. I don't want to watch anything. Or like even like, you know, I don't want food to taste good until 365 days until we beat Georgetown again. And like I so I I tried to swear off basketball, the college basketball that is, until we beat Georgetown again. Because if we lose, like what's there, like what is there else to play for besides a national championship? But that year didn't really look like we were going to be that promising based on the fact that we lost to a loser, no good, morally bankrupt school like Georgetown. So then I'm like, okay, well, if that's the case, then we're not going to win the national championship. So I was like, well, better luck next year. And I believe that was like a, a year we had a nice run. So then Katie's looking at me like, hey, you already canceled them. 
you can't watch the tournament anymore. So I put myself in that position. That was tough. Yeah, I mean, well, that's always tough with Syracuse. Because it's tough. You really can't count them out with stuff like that. You, you know, you can't because they always. And speaking turn... of Georgetown, we thought that Colgate was going to be our worst loss, right? Yeah, I mean, Georgetown's terrible. Have they won a game in the Big East yet? Dude, so <laughs> <laughs> Georgetown beat us <laughs> December 11th. All right. Yeah. They, four days later, December 15th, they beat Howard. Ooh. And they have not won a game since. So they Aren't have not won me? a game in the e- Big East yet. Have not won a game in the Big East. Fire Ewing. Hashtag They're Fire six, Ewing. Six and 18. Golly. And what are they in the Big East? Owen oh, oh 12? Oh, God. I don't even want to look it up. Whatever they are, they're Owen oh oh 13. Oh and so 13. wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're trying to tell me. If, if, I'm, if my ears are serving me, you're trying to tell me that we lost to Colgate in Georgetown, a team that hasn't hasn't won a conference game. Mm-hmm. That's correct. And yeah. we've beaten other ACC teams. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's correct. We've lost some ACC that, teams. That we should have won. Make any sense? I know. And Colgate wasn't. Dude, Colgate scored a hundred against us. It was yeah. one hundred to seventy-five. Yeah. And what have they done <laughs> that's since? Humiliating. Joe? It was humiliating. It, so it, now, and they are ten and two. And the Patriot League and they're starting okay. to right. pull away in that conference is like the dominating team but either way well we we kind of knew that that's why I kind of hung my hat on yeah, early season put, predictions you give up 100 to I understand ever. I was trying to not throw salt in the wound that day and uh, you know I ended up looking stupid but I mean if they can win out in the Patriot League I mean that's, that whole game was stupid that whole game was it was terrible Syracuse was awful in the beginning of the year they just didn't know what the hell they were doing there's too many new bodies on the floor you know, you'd think that Jimmy, being that his dad owns Syracuse, he yeah. would have some semblance of what the hell to do out there, but it even took him time. So Yeah. Colgate went eighteen of forty three from the three point line that game. Eighteen of forty three. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's like that's like that's like James Harden Houston Rockets type stuff, <laughs> man. That's crazy. In forty minutes. Yeah, that's the mm, length. That was the length minutes. of the game. That's crazy, man. What yeah. uh, What did work want, Tyler? Well, you know, my boss is trying. You know, he's annoying me for some tiny account that he's trying to give me, and then another guy that I work with is saying like he doesn't know the alarm code to sign out. And I was like, look, I'm the newest guy here. Like, I don't <laughs> even know the alarm code. Like, I can't help you with that. <laughs> so it's it's just it's one thing after another, and then. But we're all good. We're all good. You working I'm from home? Yeah. You're obviously not working from home if there's an alarm code and all this thing. What is stuff, work right? now for you? I am an insurance broker for Gallagher. So I went back into insurance. So I started my career with Allstate as an agent. That was just that was horrible. It was like the worst job probably mm-hmm. ever. And then coached for probably like a year and a half and then tried to do like the teaching thing along with coaching. And then I really I missed the sales aspect of life, so then I was like, all right, I want to get back into sales. And then my wife works for a broker, so I went to one of her competitors and interviewed with all of them and um, ended up choosing Gallagher. And um, one of the ways I found out about that is they insure a bunch of sports teams, so like they're brokers for the Astros out here, and then they have the Cubs and the Padres and like FC Dallas and a bunch of, you know. We're talking to a couple other franchises, and I may or may not be talking with a league that i used to play for in college about insuring them so um 
it would be that would be interesting and a lot of fun and possibly close to you guys so um nice but anyway anyhow so i'm basically just a business to business insurance salesman but it's it's a lot of fun you wear a tie i don't it's nice in houston it's pretty relaxed these days it's called Uh, a bolo right (laughs) no there's still some dudes out there rocking the tie but for the most part now it's like um you know nice pants either uh if you're going to like a really nice client white collar you wear a you know button down but for the most part we just wear polos golf attire most of the time so it's gotten really relaxed since covid but yeah i am going into an office every day my wife works from home this is like her setup over here for work but she's actually getting phased back into going to work so she was in the office today so figured, it worked out figured texas would be ahead of the ahead of the ball game on the in-person work stuff they However, uh, we both work for like national brokers, so oh, like, uh, gotcha. It it sits at a much higher level than my tiny, uh, you know, little <laughs> area yeah. or you know, right. office does. Yeah, so. I work for corporate too, so I have to deal with the rigmarole as well. Work the optics, yeah. Well, of course. I mean, I get it. <clears throat> I, I work for a local small business, so. Less than 100 employees, never had to worry about any of the Beautiful. federal things that were being coming down the pipeline at one point. But um, it has its, it has many advantages, but it has its disadvantages too. So, you know. Ditto. Right. So. Ditto. We're going to stay off the work subject. From <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No mind. Probably, probably a good idea. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think I was I I go ahead sorry no not, you're good I'm not gonna interrupt you go ahead no it's just it's another topic I was just I was lamenting this week about how um, SCU doesn't have a baseball team on Twitter and mm. um, it really it really kills me I mean it really it really really does like I think that more than anything else would have been a really nice um, ad to have especially in the springtime I get that you know for the most part we can't play outside. I would have to like create a facility <laughs> indoors. Yes, but like we could do that in the dome too, right? Need... No, I I think you could figure it out. Maybe. Oh. Well, we we've thought. I think but, if well, they if they were going to figure that out, they would have figured that out when they just did the however many millions are in renovations. I mean, right. I know they do softball in there because that's a smaller field, but you know that. I mean, I obviously we have the stadium for the AAA, but I mean it's way too cold when. When NCA when NCA baseball starts, it is cold still up there. Well, it's like starting this week. That's yeah. what made me think about it. it. Was like the preseason stuff's happening now. But my point is beyond all that. I was just thinking, like you know, imagine when the snow melts and there's like the last two weeks and the team's competitive and maybe we're going on a conference run and it's like 50 degrees outside and it's beautiful snow melts trees are green and that ball is just flying out of the yard i mean mm-hmm. you know, imagine you know just like you know we're the tail i think the tailgates for that may like i mean it would be it would be incredible so it was just an image i had in my mind and then above all else like imagine the uniform potential you have on that i mean forget it yeah i mean that is true do you think that there's a baseball following for that though I have I mean, in that area. I mean, you got you got the. Fans what are they now? The salt potatoes? What the hell are they? <laughs> Is that what they're called? 
I have a salt potatoes Sky jersey. The, who is it? This not the Sky Chiefs anymore, is it? No, they're just the Syracuse Mets, right? Oh, yeah. That's, that's, oh, that's right. right. They're the Mets. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. yeah so they can't even get people to show up to that. I mean, you know, they oh, brought I, Tim I Tebow in for that. Oh, I mean, I love I, the, our triple team, triple A team here. Is, I, I, we, we enjoy going. We have a blast. I mean, um, yeah. it's a lot of fun. And uh, it, the problem is there is getting people to show up. I mean, you can get people to show up in an area like this. It's just, it's, it's in Norfolk, it's on the water, it's, you know, it's a good central location, a lot of military around here, something to do, you know. Right. So, and it's fun. I mean, you go there, grab some peanuts and beer and um, have a good time. Yeah, you just have a good time. Yeah. Well, my, my thing is, is that um, this is founded, and I know the reason why they don't have one, so I'll fill that in after I share this, but, so Lemoyne college has been to the college world series and True. they've they've had guys like start the world series in the mlb that played there how do you get fans to show up to anything well you're good well there's a team or a school that's a nobody's school right down the street that if you just stole their players or their recruits like you would it would be you would be instantly good have an instant following and like so Clemson just like debuted softball like two or three years, four years ago, something like that, like very recently. That year, they went to the title game for the ACC. Like you can, you can get it going quick. Yeah. Yeah. You know what Syracuse really needs? They don't well, need your big name. They don't yeah. need the the baseball team inside the dome. They what they need, and Joe and I have talked this talked about this before. It's probably been a couple of years. I think it's time to revisit it while we're talking is a separate facility for basketball. Now, they just dumped a ton of money into the dome. We all know this isn't going to happen now, right? But think about if they had a 15,000, 16,000 seat capacity for just basketball, how obnoxious that place could be and how much... Uh, how you could go. You could go further. You could go twenty-eight you, and fill it every night. <laughs> you could, man. Well, they how about you just now. go 20? How about you just go 20? Go 20... Why limit it? Okay, all right. Well, I mean, I get it. You only I get limit it, it I get if it. you're afraid to not fill it out. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's 25 true. 25 with mask and vaccine mandates. I mean, we've gotten 30-plus easily. All right, so 25. Games, 25 right? is a lot. If you, if you, no, if yeah. you put those people in the, right, in the right spot all the way around the court, line the court like Duke does w- with the students, like that's where the students need to be. They need to be down totally on the agree. floor. Totally, I mean, it's criminal. I mean, it's criminal they, they hide them up in. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, they, it's like they're it's way bad. over here. It's like you know the, these kids, and I see them on Twitter. I hate Twitter, but sometimes if I'm freaking bored, like bored to death, I'll go on Twitter and I'll just see. You know, they always they they got a they got a guy running Otto's army right now. Um, and I, his first name is John. I don't know his last name, but uh, they they do a pretty good job of hyping this thing up, and they get the kids in there. The kids are in there. And they're the ones that have been turning out all season. Now, if you could reposition them in a in a place like Joe's talking twenty five, twenty eight thousand, and you and you build this thing upright uh, for just you know architecturally for noise, it would be absolutely insane. It would be oh, yeah. it would be it I mean, could be the most intimidating place it. to play. They could strategically do it way better though, because the way they have it is they have it right behind that one basket, right? And then if yes. you fill up that spot, then where do you go? You go up to the 300s directly above it instead of like 
maybe both sides of the baskets are going to go to students, right? Or you always see the seats that are on TV, <laughs> the boosters don't show up, or and, and it's just bare right in the front, right behind the benches and all. Like, I mean, I get it. It's tough to have players right there on the benches and everything, so maybe across the seat. But then they have the weird bleachers with all the blue plastic seats, so it's just... I feel like it could be way, way, like, logistically speaking, the, the, um, way yeah. better when it comes to the students. Yeah. It, it's just always been ridiculous. I and thought. it sucks for football, too. But, I mean, we're not talking about football, so it's totally different. But it's not great for football either, you know. So, but I get I get football, why they put them there and everything. But putting them behind the hoop, I don't know if, I mean, see, Duke, can, they have so many. I mean, they're mostly filling that place up with students, right? Same with other places like yeah. like Virginia Tech. I mean, it's mostly students. We had Giovanni on last episode, and he was talking, you know, it's going to be 70 75% students. The locals aren't really turning out for that game uh, for basketball. Holds 9,000, you know. I don't know what the hell Joe's doing, but there we go. Okay. But I think it would benefit. I think it would benefit. It was you just made all kinds of noise. I think it would benefit the basketball team to do something like that. I think it would be crazy, crazy intimidating for anybody and uh, it would be like uh, uh, you know a, it's too, Joe it's too late <laughs> he covers his microphone like grabbing the thing's not going to make noise <laughs> Dude, that was bro incredible. you have no idea Joe's uh, home with sick kid, kids too kid, right now the kids just came in and were screaming yeah, yeah. That was incredible. You know, it's like in a movie, like when they just like put their hand over the like the receiver, like and clearly that would do nothing, and they just yeah. speak clearly yeah. to the person across yeah. from like them. Like no one's gonna like, hear with that. No whisper, nothing. Just like, oh yeah, I hate this person. A uh, hello, <laughs> you know. It's like that did nothing. Uh, Sorry, man. Sorry about that. It's okay. It's okay, it's Joe. Fine. It's fine. Um, I was reading about that they had an idea for this when I was on campus. I actually read about this in the DO which is interesting that they wanted to put it on South campus for ease of the bus system. And I guess they had parking plans. Like they had something drawn up and it was going to be in the 17 to 20,000 range. That was like an idea floated. But now I'm thinking like, if you do this, I mean, it changes a lot. I mean, there's a lot of ramifications that go with that. Right. So like, I mean, like less, like less people when they eliminate all the COVID rules and things are back to normal because you can put thirty five thousand in there quite a, quite a few times throughout conference play right. for the basketball team. Well, there's that, and then you got to think of well, okay, so now when it when we don't sell out for thirty plus, that money still is needed, and then it just gets redistributed to each ticket price. I mean, that by might the heard a little. By the way, they're running it right now. Yeah. By the way, they're running it right now. Do they care about money? Is money an issue? And clearly not. So, I mean, I don't know what you know. I'm complaining about there, but why not just create like another like like literally just dome 2.0 like the same thing? It's just like basketball dimensions. Like it's the same exterior no. or something because like if it's if I thought. Process. Like you just got to do something totally different. I mean, like you Dome know, Junior. I, I I I don't know. I I don't know what this looks like, but I'm on board with it for the fact of the matter. Of, like, I don't really care that football and basketball play at the same spot. I think it's annoying that people are always like, oh, you know, this is one of like the greatest venues of all time. It's like, dude, 
it's kind of like it's a very bad basketball watching experience. Like when I was a, what they did, like putting us up like all the way in the top for no reason, even though I was an athlete, like blood, sweat and tears going into the program. <laughs> and they put us like in the five, you know, the top level. You know, my nose is literally like gushing blood because I'm in the nosebleeds. Like it was just a bad experience. So I, I'm, I'm all for making it more user friendly. But then, you know, it's like, OK, tradition's gone from the, the dome crossover. You know, I don't know. I don't know. It's you, yeah. I mean, it would jack. There's a reason why it's not sure. happening. Yeah, it could be Dome Junior, like you're saying. I don't mind replicating the dome, just making it smaller. If you ever watch old videos of the Manly Fieldhouse, that place was raucous. Oh, it was they, wild. I mean, obviously, I didn't live it. Done. But Joe's got his name on his shirt, just in case he forgets. Yeah, right there, <laughs> dude. I came straight from work, bro. You're such a dick. Uh, what were you saying? I was just going to say they should have modified the dome into a just football baseball. Made it big enough for baseball. Then made their own dome for football or basketball. So yeah. you don't have those wonky seats you got to pull from the end zone all the way down to <laughs> midfield. With the blue curtain seats? Yeah, the blue curtain seats. Yeah. I've said yeah. that before. They're good seats, but it's like, eh. Well, yeah, they're good seats, but exactly. There's a reason why they never show that part on TV most of the time. The camera's on that it, side. It's because it's not well hidden. If you, I mean, you have to really be zoomed in on it to not see what's going on with it, right? So you never see it because you can easily see above it and around it. It's more so just for... Yeah, there's there's probably people that like have you know only watched it. I'm, actually, I would imagine most people would have watched it and just been like, man, you know, this is such a great like location for basketball. Like, look how many fans they stuff in here. I you remember know, it's probably the best. And then we're just over here like saying like it couldn't be any worse. Like, yeah, know, I mean, right, right. And I remember being when <laughs> back in the Big East days, being there for like some of the Georgetown games. I've been behind that curtain watching yeah. the game yeah oh yeah you know what i'm saying yeah up on the third mm-hmm. tier behind the curtain with, Dude, with my the, mom like, you know before the phones iverson alonzo morning and that, that's where i was sitting oh Sheesh. with georgetown yeah that's awesome yeah. oh yeah was that the one where, they, where cool. they broke the record a, a while back when they got above 30 oh God. no that was I mean, before that that was so before young. that yeah 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 that was, that was before like that. 94 yeah yeah, 90, yeah 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 i mean yeah. i'm talking yeah exactly yeah, so the one where they bo- broke 30,000 finally, I believe, was like 97, It could have been because I was on the side. Like, I was far. Yeah, yeah. It I was, was in the 100s, but it wasn't good seats. Oh, 100s would be worse. <laughs> you want to be up higher in that situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that'd suck. But yeah, there's some crappy seats there. But Yeah, but when you're 11, that's awesome. Sure, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, we'll never do see we, it, guys. Do we need... Thirty plus thousand people. Like, I'm, I'm just. No, like, that's what I'm saying. Twenty five. We already eight. have the record. I don't think anybody's coming close to like. You know, it's like if we scale down, it's not like somebody's. Just it's gonna between like, us and Kentucky every year. Yeah, with the average. With the average attendance, and something tells me Kentucky's going to get it this year. But well, I mean, that's not. I mean, this dude, is an asterisk year for Kentucky if they get it. I, I don't think we're really like. <laughs> we're not trashing the attendance as much as we're like, how crazy is it we get that many people? And it's still kind of that bad. Like, it could be so much better, more accommodating, like you said, to where you could guarantee to get however many plus. And right. I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm just a big dude. fan of. 
<laughs> yeah. I'm just a very big fan of going to places where people come away going, like, no bad seat in the house. Like, clearly there are better seats than others. But I just think that's – I feel that way about uh, football games at the Dome, man. There's really uh, most football games seats. anywhere, right? Most football games anywhere. I mean, yeah. it's, it's hard to have, you know, a bad spot. I don't like end zone seats. Yeah, I agree, Joe. Those are, those are – those are not as good, I will admit, on that. But um, the UH, University of Houston, Fertitta Center, basketball arena, that thing is like, that thing's not a rocket arena. I'm not kidding. It's they're amazing. a good team. Yeah, they are. Basketball team is pretty damn good. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's because they have an NBA arena as their home court. And what I'm trying to say is that, like, if you invest that or if we had that ability, I think we might kind of, you know, be a top 10 team as well, which UH is. And they had like a top five recruiting class in the country. Like, how do you do that? It's like, well, okay, you can come, you can come to a big city, which, you know, Syracuse doesn't have. But right. if we could flip it and say, hey, you practice in Mellow and then you go play in, you know, Nick's junior, st- junior MSG, it's a better sell. You have beautiful weather, which Syracuse doesn't have, not for basketball season. So, no, unfortunately, but it is nostalgic <laughs> during Christmas, though. Syracuse, as a kid growing up, it's a good place to be for Christmas. Bro, I remember that was just part of the deal. You, if you're going to a, a Syracuse game, most likely you're going to make the walk up the hill in snow. Yeah, freezing your ass. And off. I remember sliding yeah, down brutal. that damn hill. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's well, that's how it, we man. grew up. I didn't realize uh, growing up that. There was places in the country that didn't get snow. I was like, what do you mean you don't get snow? There's no snow. I was like, it is what it is. You got to deal with it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So, which is why I moved south. I mean, I've been here 20 years now, and I, I, I mean, I, I, I would never go back. It's just too cold. I just can't deal with it. Subpar, like... Didn't I, you guys get snow this year, though? We did. Got, we got six inches. Joe, how much did you get? I got three. Okay. Yeah, we got six inches one time, and then we got a dusting like a week later that shut everything down. The problem here is, is that when you get snow... <laughs> We don't have plows, so when it melts during the day and then the sun goes down and it goes down to twenty eight <laughs> degrees, it becomes yeah. it just becomes one big patch of black same, ice. Same problem here. So the buses weren't running for school. I mean, school was off. It's just for like a week, almost. It's like to well, yeah. When school's done, it's over, man. Like it's a wrap. Like the that week is just over. All you have to do is threaten snow around here, and school will shut down. Like they won't, they won't even, and I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, well, what if we drop our kids off? Can we go to school then? Cause their big thing is the buses, you know, the liability of right. running the buses and, and all that stuff and the right. side streets around here. Hey, I can get them there. 
Yeah, I could get him there. And plus, my son walks to high school. So, I mean, hello. Let's do this. You know? They sat home, did nothing. Did uh, They call it... See, now that they have this ability to just send the kids home with their Chromebooks and have uh, have them have a an agenda for them to 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 go online and take care of things <laughs> it's like you know since they since they've done that they um they don't think twice oh, about shutting things down no, and just yeah. sending them home with the work and being like oh well you know it's gonna snow it's, go ahead here's three <laughs> days worth of work that that i have a seven-year-old that i've got to figure yeah. out you know it takes me three hours to figure the shit out and i'm like by then i'm like i'm done I'm done. Let's yeah. try again tomorrow because I figured it <laughs> no, out. Okay. Man, I, I feel you, man. <laughs> this was, this is a point like maybe not one and maybe not one a or B or, or, or C, but somewhere in point of why I'm not teaching anymore or never really got into it in the first place was like all the, all the stuff that's just like, Tyler, we can't, we just can't do it that way. And I go, that's just not how it was in business. You know, you just got to get it done. And so, anyway. So, it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty much a yeah, blanket man. across the board <laughs> with all that crap. Yeah. I was thinking the other day, how preposterous would it be if your boss right now is just like, Sean, look, I know you worked all and I, you worked hard, but that wasn't enough. You got to go home and fill all the rest of your time with more work. And I'm just going to call it homework. And you better have that done. <laughs> tomorrow and if you don't i'm docking it from your like pay that's essentially what happens yeah in school yeah i'm like that's just that's mind-blowing to me mm-hmm. that i agree. i as a student put up with that what, what? i should just been like no See, way like what do we do here it was just normal though growing up to get homework that i would bring back to my now <laughs> wife who would do it for me you know it was just normal <laughs> back then right. <laughs> all through high school uh I, I didn't touch homework until i met my wife and uh she did it for me in fact uh, truth be told, my wife helped me graduate because things were so lax back in 97 when I graduated. There was no like standards for anything, right? So if you did your homework and you passed your homework, you could flunk everything else, every pop quiz, every test, finals, and oh, yeah. still pass with a 66. So, <laughs> nice. so that's I don't remember what I got. It was above that, but we didn't do the letter grades. So uh, that's what I did. I brought my homework back to my, my girlfriend at the time, who's now my wife, and she did it, and she did a fantastic job and got me through school. So I really appreciate that. Shout out to my wife who helped me pass high school. <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> right, congrats, Joe? Bud. Right? Yeah. Um, Was no, it still like that when you were a kid? Work. No, I didn't have a girlfriend to do my work, so I just didn't do it. <laughs> now look at this bragger over here, a guy that had a girlfriend in high school. Uh, I mean, come on. Doing his homework. Wasn't she like three years, four years younger than you? She's three. Hold on. Wow. (laughs) She's three three years younger than me, but she was only two grades behind me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So she was really graduating at the same time. It's like when she was like a senior, she's like, oh my God, I can't. I have to do this all over again. No, that's how Sean sold it. He's like, look, if you do my homework, then you're going to know what's coming up and you're going to be You'll great. get like a, a straight hundreds. Yeah. You'll be able to get into Syracuse. It'll be great. Well, You'll she did. Have the she went to, to the test. She did her undergrad at ESF. So. Uh, Is that right? Okay. Yeah, she did. And uh, we used to get, back then, student section tickets were like five bucks. And that w- that I took for granted, guys. If I ever yeah. could go back in time and redo something, it would be to soak that in a little more. Especially considering the years, bro. 
Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she was probably there two thousand. It was two. So it was. It was ninety nine. 2000-ish, something like that, 2001, somewhere around there. There's pretty good years in there. Yeah, so, um, yeah, but I took it for granted, man. You just go there and you drink beer and you're just partying with the kids and just being raucous, and it was for the, the good old days. And uh, if I would have known that I was going to be leaving and, and, and moving here, I would have soaked that in a little more. I really would have. That's one of my regrets growing up once I became an adult and could drive is that I didn't soak enough of that shit in. Because, you know, you look back on it, you're like, man, what a missed opportunity. I had two years to do that. Yeah, but I mean, we pick opportunity as long with that stuff. I mean, I, I feel you too. Like, my wife and I were talking about the other day of just being like, um, we know someone that's like, or something to the degree of if the story kind of like is clear in my mind that there's a really wealthy family that's sending their daughter to college and she's like no i like or she's a sophomore right now that's what it was and she's like i dad like look i'm at AM. this is like you know whatever school it's not like i'm at harvard and she's the daughter of the president of our company and she's going like why don't i just you know not fin or like pause right now and start working for you or the company and see what happens and then I'll reassess if I need to go back and um, and my wife and I were just like no that's the worst idea possible like literally do delay your responsibilities as long as you possibly can like be in college yes it kind of sucks because you have no money whatsoever but it makes a five dollar ticket like way more special right yeah Versus I wonder what like, they are now I mean, they're not much. They more. probably can't I mean, be what, still 20? like subsidized, you know, with you know to whatever right. the yeah. ratio is. But you know, I mean, it's like you, you got to take advantage of these times. Yeah, yeah, because there's a certain type of freedom that comes with that, right? I mean, yes, Absolutely. you're still doing work, you still got the homework and this, this, and that. But there's a there's a different responsibility level when you go from there to every day being an adult. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure, it's, it's not funny that, that bad. you said that your wife graduated you sean because michael's wife will say that um she has an uh, undergrad and master's degree from syracuse and michael does not oh <laughs> she, she did that much for him huh? <laughs> allegedly yeah. allegedly allegedly how's michael doing I, I, I <laughs> wink there. wink yeah. um I don't need any ncaa people well at one time joe did we ever confirm is his wife uh, su or um esm grad yeah Oh, she is. Okay. Okay. Probably so. Yeah, we talked about that. Did we? Okay. All right. Well, no need to relive it then, is there? <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? What else? What else you got, Tyler? You, 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 you asked to come on. I did. I did. A while back, and we, we, we ran into some snafus, and basketball season's kind of hectic. Life for Joe and I is um, hectic, and it just so happens that this was a perfect day for, for me, anyway, to be able to do this because, um, you know, the kids are being good, the wife's gone, and uh, I know it's been some time since you've been on. Not only that, but you've been trying to... We tried to plan this out earlier, and it just didn't happen. So, um, and you're still buzzing, but that's fine. We're all used to it by now. <laughs> it's, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Listen, the the bu- I'm not I'm not the buzzard. Um, 
No, man, I think a while ago I was just like, um, I was just thinking, I was like, man, you know, I, I, I miss talking to these guys. You know, it's like uh, there's when you're deprived of the camaraderie, the brotherhood, you know, the the, the family aspect of it, you, you need to get it back at some point. It's like a prodigal son returning home or something. Um, you know, so I, uh, that's a long way of just saying I missed you guys. And Thanks, um, it's, it's always good to catch up. And it sucks that, like, we didn't have a nice ceremonial time like the first year. We were friends where, you know, we're winning 10 games and Joe's getting obliterated at the Camping World Bowl. <laughs> you know, like, there was just a lot to talk about that year. Like, we haven't had much to talk about, so I figured, well... <laughs> I just have thoughts in my head that have been like kind of building up. No, I've shared a lot of them, but um, every time Joe calls me, the picture of him on ESPN going it comes up on my phone. I, know. <laughs> I will. I'll never forget that. Every year I say like I, that's why I, I let it ring to voicemail, plans. Joe, so I can just look at it. Oh, is that why? <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Yeah. 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 I always call you back. Always. Go ahead. Drop of the hat. I'm there. Um, no, I put my holiday plans in escrow every year. And then, um, this year was incredibly frustrating because I, I, we were five and five and seven. If I'm mm-hmm. remember this correctly. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I, I believe some, one of us called that at the beginning of the year. I can't remember who it was. Regardless of who called Probably that the one that just brought it up. <laughs> All right. Um, I was so far off with six and six. That's like, I yeah. Know. It's like I was one year we off were, right? or something. Rutgers, um, Rutgers screwed you. Actually, Tommy DeVito screwed you. Actually, Coach well, Faber screwed you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna send the blame right up the ladder on that one. <laughs> I can't even believe, dude. I forgot Tommy DeVito was alive. To be honest with you, like as soon as he transferred, I was just like, "Who cares, man?" Like this guy. I mean, it's just so. This team is so frustrating, man. And it's like it's not like I have to be out here, and it's like in my office there's a Syracuse helmet, and then every Monday people waltz in and like, "Hey, man, how'd Syracuse do?" I didn't get the chance to watch the game. I don't have ACC network. I'm just like, "Why are you asking me this shit, man?" Like, you know, we lost. We had three weeks, I think, to get like th- one win. Like I said, yeah. I put my whole holiday plans in escrow to like, okay, if Syracuse makes a bowl game, we're canceling everything and we're going to this game because it's like, it's just finally such like a monumental achievement for this team. We've gone to like three bowl games in 20 years or something like that. <laughs> and, and I'm starting to tell my wife, like, it's more uncommon that we go. It's like, there's a chance with the statistics as they are. Like, I won't be able to go to another bowl game until like my kids are in high school. So it's like, I gotta, I gotta, and I don't have kids. I don't even have one. None, there's not even one on the way. Like, if you catch my drift, like, you know, yeah. it's, just, it's, I'm really upset about a lot. <laughs> All my sports teams. Look, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, hey, look, I think Dude, that- that's how I was feeling. Why? That's why I went to the game. So I was like, I don't know the next time they're going to be a chance to win a 10 game. Uh, he was there. He nah. didn't even think twice. It wasn't even a question with him. Well, you gotta go. I mean, I would have if, if he, he I didn't may have just less move across left, country. I would have gone. He may yeah. have less freedom now. Joe has Joe has a little less freedom now. Things are a little different for Joe. A little, a little less. <laughs> a lot of less. So it's a good freaking thing you went. Actually, Joe, that was a good pull right. right there. Yeah, absolutely. No, because guess what? They make a bowl game next year. If she can't go. I'm not going. Here's the deal. I was just about to tell you. The next bowl game is going to cost me a fortune. I'm going to have to bring four other people with me. 
<laughs> yeah, that's you know, that's, it's like that's a tough scene. Uh, uh, you know, the, the the kids love it. My wife loves it. I mean, hell, she was begging me to go to. I'm glad we didn't now. That would have sucked. But she was begging me to go to Blacksburg <laughs> on a whim last weekend. I'm like, oh, for, for the basketball game. Yes, yeah. it's a five and a half five and a half hour drive to Blacksburg, which is a beautiful, oh, beautiful it's place. Nothing. It's just like going to the grocery store. I mean, Charlottesville's you know, two and a half hours away, so that's more, you know, I was kind of looking for the UVA uh, game before the, before the schedule came out, but that was a home game. So but Charlottesville's a beautiful place. I would love to I go know, to I've UVA. I've been to Charlottesville. I'd, I'd love to go see a football game there. Um, actually, most of the, the stadiums that are in the ACC are actually good, you know, storied places. Like, you know, that'd we, be a great... Um, thing to do, but it's like, why would I go? Why, like, why would I do that? Like, mm. if I'm not guaranteed a win, well, I'll tell you, hard to yeah. hard to sell. Well, I wasn't, I wasn't banking on a win. I guess you never really try to bank on a win, but we have so many near us. Like, I'm only three and a half, three hours from Joe, and he's what are you, Joe? Where you're at now? Half hour from two, at least two Wake Forest and NC State, right? Uh, Wake Forest is. About two, two and a half hours. Oh, okay. My bad. All right. So they're not in Wake Forest. Because like, they're not in Wake Forest anymore. Less than half an hour. Okay. Yeah, um, Chapel Hill is like 45 minutes. Okay. All right. So there you go. Right. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. And Duke is in Durham. That's about 30 minutes, too. So I went to that game a couple of years ago. Right. There was 12. There was you. That's right. There was you and 12 other fans there. And they were Duke fans. <laughs> it was cold. There was <laughs> yeah, it was. Duke fans there. <laughs> yeah. It was like the second to last game of the year. Yeah, it's cold. But yeah, I mean, there's you know uh, when the when the kids get a little bit older and and um, and I'm not so damn busy at work, it'll be a whole lot easier to take a take a trip down to the Carolinas and do some of those and hit Charlottesville. I got to be honest, I love going home to Syracuse for a game. But first of all, it's like the furthest drive out of all of the places they play in the ACC. <laughs> it's the furthest yeah, drive for me. You're going yeah. to Miami. Yeah, well, true, true, true. But, uh, you know, or Tallahassee, right? So, um, you know, it, it, is, it is nice to get home. But when I get home, I do go home for games. Like if I go home, I'm not wasting that trip without going to a game. So I plan my trips back to Syracuse Certainly not. around games. Right. And my mom hates that. That and, and I get it, I get it, you know, because I'm there for the game. Well, I hang out mom. for a couple of days and then I'm out, you know. <laughs> Why and, don't you come, mom? You know my mom, Joe. <laughs> yeah, so she's she's like, I'll just watch it at Brad's or the Caboose. Yeah, it, see, that's how I am when I go home, except for this last time because you needed, you know, a negative test and all that fun stuff. So, right. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you missed that Wake Forest overtime game. That would have been a nice one. Yeah, it would have. That would have been a nice one. But it's God, tough man, getting home for was, just a game, man. I thought we had that game. And, sure. and the past, Dude, we were past so years close have early to get that six win. There's so many games. I know. Florida well, that, State. Yeah, I know. Clemson. We were right the Florida there. State game. That was on the day. That was on the day of my wedding reception, dude. I was like holding up the show for that game because it was in California, and I was like, I'm not leaving until this game's over. I know we're gonna win. We're gonna beat this team and just crumble. Mm. Yeah. Bad calls, but hey, we're playing Virginia this year. After we took their uh, offensive coordinator and quarterback coach, it's just not in Charlottesville. It's in uh, Syracuse. See, I know that sucks. It's in the queues. Yeah, yeah. They're What's saying um, I was up. I was up home uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, and there was somebody saying that they were like doubling the tickets for uh, 
people, fans in the nosebleeds. Really? Well, price? we have yeah the price for basketball games. No, for football. Oh, oh, got you. Oh, got you. Coming up. Coming up. Yeah. Well, because they have seven home games, and Notre Dame is finally coming to the dome. So. Oh, joy. No, dude. This, I'm just saying. The schedule, dude, is. Did you, are you looking rough. at that right now? To say that, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is rough. Yeah, just throw Purdue and Notre Dame on our non-conference. That's yeah. fine. No big deal. Why Which Notre Dame should should not be non-conference? <laughs> Why would we do but? that to ourselves is exactly what I thought when I saw that. Dude, this is a murderer's row. All right, so listen to this. All right, so. I'm just going to read the entire schedule. Why not? Well, week one, Louisville still got Malik Cunningham. Enough said. (laughs) All right. So we're going to do a football preview real quick. Uh, So Louisville, UConn. UConn's probably still in shambles, I'd imagine. They are. Purdue is a very legitimate Big Ten team that can beat anybody at any time. Then... Here's where it gets interesting. The Friday night game, which we're like a thousand and zero in, we play Virginia at home. Then the next week we have Wagner. Okay, there's a little bit of a break. Depends on who's better. Wagner might be better than UConn if memory serves, but whatever. <laughs> well, it's tough. It's it's a good thing we get our our uh, only bye week the week after that tough Wagner game. <laughs> yeah, that really helps yeah. us out. <laughs> We got screwed on buys last well, year, too, they, by they, the way. They, they saw the rest of the schedule, and they're like, they're going to need this. So it goes home for NC State at Clemson versus Notre Dame at Pitt versus Florida State at Wake at BC. I mean, that's just – the ACC was like, okay, who do we screw again? Hit the Syracuse button. <laughs> yeah, like it's a question of who they screw. The yeah. ACC hates I mean, Syracuse. Why did they even let us in? Just to pick on it's us? Really, it's, like, it's really a wonder to me. They let us in for this. For this, so we could be the dog that gets so kicked we, around. No, they did. Yeah, We could be the, the, the punching dummy. Yeah. They did, I'm telling you. Yeah. And we, I, could uh, be three, we could be three and two after that and then fight for the rest of the season to get three wins. Well, I love uh, – this is this is my favorite part of the whole schedule. They're probably like, okay, well, Notre Dame has to be on their schedule just because it's, it's that year. Where's right. the most inconvenient place to put it? Well, is it between Clemson and NC State or is it between Clemson and Pitt? Let's do the Clemson and Pitt one. <laughs> away at Clemson <laughs> and away at Pitt. At least, at least Pitt's losing Kenny Pickett and a bunch of those guys. True. Have to bring they, in a new quarterback. To, well, he's not new, though. He played a little bit. He's decent. I forget his name. Who? The backup for Pitt? I don't remember him. I remember him being decent. I don't know his damn name. Of course, you can put me How on the spot. How would you know his name? Nothing. Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett almost, he was like in the Heisman or some shit. Didn't he play you know a little name? bit, though? I didn't. I said I don't know his name. I said I don't. Is uh, Jerkovic coming back for uh, uh, yep. DC? Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Uh, I don't either. So basically, Hartman, Hartman's coming back for Wake Forest too, but Wake Forest had a bunch of seniors. Like they had like six super seniors on defense and a bunch of seniors as far as receivers go. Hartman's going to be it up next year. Har- Hartman tor- will be there, but they got a bunch of young guys they got to fill in. Sure. Right. Okay. Florida State still going to have that young quarterback that runs. Why is Louisville our first game? 
I don't know why that – dude, it should be Wagner, UConn. You know what I mean? Like, Just get – like if you – all right, whatever, man. I mean – This yeah, is a okay. I, I take back what I said. Maybe I wasn't thinking about Pitt because I have no clue who this guy is. So The guy that we saw play, a backup that we saw play last year was the BC backup. Maybe yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Brock or whatever, or some Meyer bro. I don't know. He was huge. I mean, enormous, like mountain of a man. He was like six seven or something like and that. And he came out and he did a fantastic job too. If I remember, well, he was splitting time with Grissel, right? He, he was did, at the true freshman that was going did. back and forth. Yeah, but they they were like, having their own contra- quarterback controversy at the time. Dude, that guy well, was because Jerkovic was hurt, and then Jerkovic came, and he back. came back out of nowhere, out of the clear blue sky. Yeah, he was just mm-hmm. like, yeah, my injury's over. The next yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, the next week. The next, <laughs> I, didn't, I thought he was almost week. done for the season. And the next week, I'm like, oh, man. He was supposed to be done for the season. And we never expected to see him. And then he, he came back out of nowhere. Rose from the dead like Lazarus. <laughs> Literally, dude. <laughs> that was insane. Because Yeah, Grozel. Like, yeah, he's definitely not playing again. Like, I don't know why you would think that. Literally, the next week, he's, he's starting. Yeah, Dennis Grozel. Did we already say that? Grozel? Yeah. Who's that? Dennis Grozel. That's the dude. What dude? That's that's the BC quarterback. That's pretty decent. But I guess it doesn't matter, right? He's oh, going to be a backup oh, anyway. That, but he's the one I was thinking of is my point. It, it, you know, got going it. around my ass to get to my elbow, and that's my fault because I, you know, screwed up. No, you're good. Yeah. Um, What's Clemson going to do? Is Clemson going to be any good? I mean, they lost everybody, essentially. Yeah, they're going to be about mediocre, right? They'll probably be about the same, right? I mean, they lost every one of their coaches. They all got head coaching jobs, and Venables is gone. Oh, like OCs and stuff like that? They still got Dabo, right? Yeah. I mean, they were starting to come along a little bit better, you know? I think um, they got players around, obviously. But I think that, you know, you know... Just as well as anybody, Tyler, that you know, coaching changes can change some things, no matter how talented your your team is. This is the tell yeah, year. This is the tell year for Syracuse on that end of things because it has been a rough ride with the coaching staff for Syracuse since Dino's been there. I mean, it's been obnoxious. So, <laughs> well, I think, he, I think he rode the he rode the wave off of some of you know Scott Schaefer's players, but also. You know, he had some some coaches around him that went and got head coaching. I mean, once uh, what's his name, Lynch left. Lewis, Lynch. Coach Lewis, Sean Lewis. Oh yeah, sorry, I always want to say Lynch. Yeah, Lynch Sean is Lewis. still on staff. Yeah, once he went to Kent, what head head coach at Kent State. Yeah, like once he went there, like our offense just sputtered. I mean, part of that was obviously Dungy and the you know the offensive line experience, the receivers, that kind of stuff, but. Um, he had a huge part of it, I believe, too. So I think you're right. We also went just all got in. worse at every position on offense. Yeah. So, I mean, they so. went all in. We finally have an offensive coordinator that's not from. I mean, just think about it. Like he brought in his guy Sterling Gilbert, head coach from McNeese State, to be offensive coordinator and quarterback coach. And now we just brought two guys Strata. in that have been working with each other since 2013. BYU right. takes I like the that a lot, days. by the way. Oh, it's yeah. huge. I think it's huge because you have a guy. That, I mean, they literally turned Taysom Hill into an NFL quarterback. Yeah. So if they can do it to him, well, I mean, if anyone's going to. Well, okay. We can pump the brakes on that. 
a little bit. But uh, <laughs> but what do you no, say? He's, bullets. He's he's a player. You know he's. Yes, I I hear you. I think that Virginia has, especially when they were there, outperformed their talent level, and that's what we need Syracuse to do yep. routinely. And so that type of player is coming in that overcomes coaching, if you will, that they just go out there and, you know, you know, well, I, I'm not saying we're going to be a five-star factory, you know, no. have Nick Saban be our coach. But um, I think the, the, you know, the, the toughest thing though, ultimately will be, um, you know, what kind of coach views Syracuse as a destination job with the pay and the amenities and all that stuff. You know, it's, that's the intersection of man that you need to go find. And then, you know, it's probably a guy like coach Babers, but the, Performance doesn't justify the desire to be there, of course. Well, it's money, right? I mean, I'm sure yeah. Venables was getting paid plenty yeah. at Clemson I, I, they, until he waited for a perfect opportunity, right? They, right. they came In off of money, same, though, like, right? Huh. We'll never know how much money they came off of, but they had to have come off of some for the football program anyway. Oh, they definitely did because they added more coaches. I mean, they have more specific coaches. And like I said, and that's what it takes. I mean, hello, you're not going to. And it's not even Taysom Hill as much as what Bryce Perkins. Bryce Perkins was a highly rated, you know, guy at UCLA, went to Virginia, and they turned him into, I I believe he's in the NFL now, right? So, I mean, they've proven themselves. And, um, you know, I just, I expect leaps and bounds from, you know, Garrett Schrader and the offense, to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah, well, that's going to be key. Right I don't there. know, man. So, well, I think it's possible. I'm always an optimist, though, sure. when it comes that's, to this stuff. That's fair. I mean, <clears throat> I'm always an optimist when it comes to this stuff because how else is what else is there to be? I'm not going to be, you know, I just don't set my expectations. But I got to imagine there's improvement. Is it Garrett Schrader's passing or is it our receivers? Both, yes. Oh, dude. I, I think the, it's one I more than the other. a couple plays in my mind. I think it's Garrett Trader's like, passing. If I had to choose one more than the other, it's about 60, 40. How many drop passes were there last year? I mean, it was ridiculous. Se- several. Yes. Num- numerous. Yeah. 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 I feel like there's a lot and a lot of it has to do with the fact that you have some guys that they run their route and then they kind of just stop, stop, give up on the play. Yeah, we talked about Garrett that Schrader too. Yeah, is totally. one of those guys where he was extending the play. Now you get to scramble drill, run to the open spot. We've always talked about that. I mean, and you got to be able to have that as a receiver. Like, okay, this is my route, but just in case, I need to be able to, you know, figure it out. You know, go to the old schoolyard ball, just run to the open spot. And I think right. that we had nobody Find that could do that. Pockets in zone. Yeah. No, and we just we didn't have anybody. Like it felt very um, effortless. There's no, there was just effort wasn't there on some of it. There's no effort, but I think it was just like like a lack of. Uh, I don't even. It's like there's no. I don't want to make it sound like so simple, but like fundamentally, there was no like awareness or like there was no like um, you know oh like if he doesn't hit me when I stop. Then I should maybe do something else. Like, it's very like robotic, <laughs> yeah, almost. Right? Like, yes. Like it's oh, not a natural well, I ran movement, my right? Stop. You know, I ran my little five yard out. That's the end of the play. Like, there's nothing else I could possibly do on this play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Out. Why improvise? You know, it's like. This, well, he didn't yeah. throw it to me. I'm not open, right? Like, no. Right. That's Must not suck for him. You know. <laughs> as yeah. he gets, as I mean, he gets I, I saw that a lot too. Is more or less. I mean, that's confidence, but that's also a lot of just being coached up. And I just don't. Again, I expect a lot more out of these coaches. We made a 
lot of coaching changes, and I feel like we kind of went in the wallet a little bit to get some of these guys, and I don't think they're going to be here forever. I think that they're short-term guys. I mean, this Jason Beck OC for Virginia is very close to getting an offensive coordinator job somewhere. So, sure. Um, yeah. I mean, this is like again. I think that Wild Hack and Dino they went all out to to try to <laughs> save Dino's job. Like we brought it before, Sean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is it for Dino. And I love Dino. I'd love to see him. I'd love to see him be a staple. Just got to, he's got to turn it around. He's got to be competitive. And you can't be competitive if you don't have the right coaches. And you can't get the right coaches unless you you have money. And Syracuse not known for dishing out the cash to to bring in the, the talent needed to be what they used to be. Even back in the McNabb days. I mean, let's be honest, really. Right. That's when... That's the last I remember it being like gung ho, exciting. <laughs> I feel good about this. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I, I will say that stuff that people don't know that happens behind the scenes, like they've really revamped the fundraising department, and they've actually brought talented people into that department, and they're making that an effort. Number one, from the student athlete side, like they're they're investing a lot of time and effort into the student athletes to make Syracuse university a better place to just be period despite the obvious drawbacks which i thought is a huge step forward i mean even going as far as like you know putting in plans to help you know folks with um you know either you know free sports mental health counseling or free like sports psychology training like things that were an afterthought like not even like you know stuff that you can hire a forty thousand a year professional to come do um, you know, that, that was off the table. They wouldn't think about that. And now those are just like, you know, routine things that they have set up in place. And that's due to, you know, them thinking outside the box in the orange club and they're doing a lot better job at reaching the alumni. And, um, you know, cause really what it's going to come down to is that I, I see it down here in the South vividly. You got to, you got to pony up no matter what for stuff right you want stuff it costs yeah it's like where are all of our alumni that actually like we need to find the 10 that are rich that do like football and hit their line constantly that'll change something and then it'll snowball events i mean there's a number of things you can do no you get what you pay for right yeah that is so true in so many different ways in real life yep uh anything Anything we have? Well, we haven't touched a lot. I wish this should have been. We, we, there's a lot of things that I expected to come up that did not. Perhaps for well, the what, better. What's your first? What, what's the first yeah, one? I, I don't know. I don't know. Just in general, I just didn't know what we were going to be talking about. So I'm glad that we 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 did get into some SU stuff. I didn't know if we were going to make this thing totally different or what but i think it's good i think we talked about some really solid su stuff by the way some stuff that doesn't usually come up so that's good no i'm with you i a part of me also want to talk to you guys as much as i do is because you guys actually like share a big part of what my interest is that nobody else around me does which is syracuse athletics so right part of me is always going to want to talk to you guys about that because i just don't well, don't we'll definitely do it. if yeah. you're if yeah, you're exactly. right, and if you're game, dude, we'll we'll we'll. I mean, you know, once basketball ends, and we start looking ahead in the summertime, and we we need spots to fill, we can do this again, and we can dude, we can anytime, we can man. we can do part two, 
which would be fun. But this this turned out no, to be something funny. quite constructive, actually. Huh? What? No, that's and it's funny because that's why that's how this podcast started. So yeah, this I mean, so real quick, it, and we never talked about this. So this is something real quick we could finish up with. This show was this was always supposed to be game breakdowns. And just shooting the shit amongst a couple fans. Like Joe said, I think the analogy that I remember talking about over five years ago now was just to be create this show as if we're sitting at a bar, drinking beer, and talking about the game. And most of the conversation is supposed to be kind of pedestrian and just just talking about the game and what's going on. And that's what we've stuck to. And that's what make, that's what I think has made it popular. And we always said, and I've said before, but if 10 people listened, we'd still do the show because we enjoy, we just enjoy doing it. And plus I spent a shit ton of money on equipment. <laughs> so, but even on top of that though, right? Like you did podcast, you podcast before we started this podcast, right? I did. I played that's around with podcasting. you like enjoyed to do. Yeah. You had some equipment and stuff like right. that. So I, and you, I, I always loved radio. Your brother, right? Yeah. yeah. I always loved radio. And so I played around in podcasting and uh, I always wanted to get into radio. And when I really got serious about it and I looked in and they were like, oh, well, you got to work for X amount of time for free, which was like over a year. It was like 18 months. I'm like, well, I At can't least. do that. I got freaking yeah. bills to pay. I can't yeah, do that. Minimum. Is there any other way to do this? <laughs> if I go to school and you're going to pay, you know, at the time, I think it was like $30,000 for school, right? Broadcasting school or whatever, right. communications. And I could have went to OCC or whatever, right? And then uh, I'm like, okay, well, what do I make when I get out of school? <laughs> it's fucking peanuts, guys. It's Dude, nothing. It's... So I was like, screw it. So then all of a sudden, <laughs> podcasting came along. I became a carpenter. Podcasting came along. <laughs> podcasting came along, and then I was like, okay, well, let's try my hand at this. And I screwed around with it a little bit, and then I was like, you know what? I want to start an SU podcast. So I got with my brother. I'm like, dude, do you want to do an ACC podcast? Because he's a Duke fan that grew up in Syracuse because he just wanted to piss everybody off in my family. Yeah, and so he became a Duke fan, yeah, including yeah. Joe, because Joe. So so Joe is a childhood best friends with my brother. Sure. And uh, you know, I'd be up in my room drinking beer and smoking pot, and they'd be, you know, doing the typical little brother best friend shit at at the door and all that stuff, you know. So, uh, uh, <laughs> but Ryan, my my brother, was like, "Dude, why don't you talk to Joe? I bet you Joe would love to do that." So. Uh, I had my cousin on for the first couple episodes. Off, awful. I love my cousin. I love my cousin TJ. <laughs> it just wasn't working. I needed. I needed someone more analytical, right? So well, what was he doing? Just like reading, like the. Uh... No, I don't know. It just was playing around. This thing was nothing at the beginning. Uh, <laughs> we were just playing around. I was just. It's still on Spotify, isn't it? Can you go back to it? No, I don't think those well, episodes exist anymore. I imagine him just like, I'm gonna just going to read the New York Yankees schedule real quick. <laughs> you know, just like. No, 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 nothing like that. But uh, once I talked to Joe, so I actually talked to Joe and, and, and uh, I recorded our conversation. It was like episode three or something like that. Without before. me knowing. Without him knowing. I recorded. Oh, the I con- heard this part. Yeah, I, I did hear this part. <laughs> oh, okay, so I recorded the conversation and then the next episode, I just played that me and Joe talking. And I went back and listened to it, which I don't do anymore because I can't stand the sound of my voice. But I used to listen to just see how it was and how the quality was and all that. And uh, I know how I feel. And, <laughs> oh, and, and, and so I listened to it. I'm like, this is excellent. I hope Joe's on board. And so anyways, here, I mean, that was it. That was it. Joe came on full time next episode. 
and then that was it. We just and my whole point was I agreed with it because I lived in a place where I could talk to nobody about Syracuse sports. Yeah, if he if he never moved to North Carolina, he said this maybe last episode or the episode before. If he never moved to North Carolina, this might not happen. And and here's and here's something here's something I'm gonna gush. On. I get it. I'm gonna gush on Joe. Joe was always my brother's, uh, always my favorite friend of my brother's. And he had he had numerous. There were some good kids, but I always loved Joe. Um, his dad. Even though out. you beat me up with, uh, you had. The I head butted you one time, <laughs> and I stole your shirt or something like that. But I thought it was my brother's, by the way. And I stomped it in mud or something, and he was getting picked up by his it dad. It was concrete. Wet concrete. Remembers. It was wet concrete. Okay. I so, thought he was a bully when I was younger. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Joe! Just to my little brother and his friends. That's it. So, anyways, well, yeah. anyways, to gush on Joe, he was always um, um, my favorite of my brother's friends, and I love Joe. Joe's a Joe's a genuinely good dude, and he's a he's a class act, and I love him. And and here we are, over five years later, doing this, and it's it's awesome. We have a blast. So. And we get, you know, you get into the COVID talk and some of the political things that happen in sports that you need to talk about. And, you know, you get a ton of hate mail and people stop listening. And I mean, all that's fine. That comes with it. I think to to actually have people care enough to to let you know they're going to stop listening to you because you think one way or another on something is a good sign, whether or not they listen or not. I mean, it's whatever yeah. to me. Well, there, was that one email, there was that one email that said that he was, what the guy said he was going to stop listening because what i said i wasn't because you vaccinated. said you wouldn't get vaccinated yeah there was just there was one guy that specifically said something about the vaccination but i've got so many like through covid i got so many nasty grams through covid with the things we would say or mock or whatever and here we are it's funny because i you know i've posted things on facebook on our page about being in being able to attend games that were yanked and I got warnings, and I got suspended from Facebook for the wow. for the Cuse Militia account. Never on Twitter, but on on Facebook for the Cuse Militia account, saying things like, you know, cloth masks don't work, and we should all be in, <laughs> being in outdoor venues is fine. We should all just get back to normal when it comes to sporting events. And you know, here we are, two years later, or almost two. It was August. It was I remember that it was around August, uh, about two years ago, be two years this August, so a year and a half ago, roughly, where I said that, and they all got yanked, and here we are. And now we know that that's actually true. And I'm not saying I'm a genius or anything. I'm just saying the laws of viro- virology stay the laws of virology. So, and I'm and hey, look, it's not coming from me, man. My wife's the smartest person I know. So I listen to her. Listen, I think she's, you know, is she smarter than Fauci or not? Which, because which one's more scary? Well, she, which one's more scary? Twice. And one time, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, do you have, um, I feel like you've got 20 more minutes on COVID. Oh, dude, to, I got yeah. hours on COVID. Don't get me started. Don't get me and Joe started. It's more you. I like so imagine imagine like on the podcast app right now, like on Apple Podcasts, it's like like we you say like, okay, one more quick thing and there's still like an hour left on the ticker and people are like looking down like, like okay, Oh wait, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Two quick things and we're out of here. And so it's like ETA till done like three hours left. And it's not easy if you really think about it to sit here and, and shoot the shit like this for 
this long with no agenda and have it be good. Not also be in the same room too. I mean, I, I oh, will yeah, tell that you too. when I have like gone in and either had um, a show briefly in a studio and then like done spots in person, it flows so much easier because like you can just like make eye contact and then you know when somebody else needs to jump in. Like it's, it's, it's way harder to do it remote. And um, like how I used to podcast, like, it really took the wind out of every, like when I was done recording an episode, like dude, I felt like I just gone through a game. Cause like I was doing it through the phone, like no visual whatsoever, right. like a total strangers, like helping me out for no reason whatsoever. Like, you know, just, and I'm like trying to you know, put tough. together some sort of, you know, flow. F- I don't even know what the hell I was trying. What to was do the there, one, the like, one, the one that got me where I was, I just could, I'm like, oh my gosh, to, to just be Tyler right now, it'd be so cringy. Was I think Justin Barron, if I'm not mistaken, was it? Uh, probably the recruit after I, um, I did like three recruits in a row. I remember just like, I think after that episode, like that was the second to last episode ever of that podcast. Like, it killed you. Like, You're like, it's I'm- over, man. <laughs> Dude, recruits are tough because they're young. They expect to be directed through things, right? Like, we did the Malcolm Folk one. No, they don't want to say, like, no bulletin board material. Like, they don't want to put anything, like, it's just, like, they're trying to be pros without already being pros, but, like, we're trying to figure out who you are. Right. You know, it's like, I don't give a shit about anything. I just want to, like, know who you are, and they're just like, no. Like, (laughs) no, you will not. Like you, you ask a question, you ask like a, like a question for 20 seconds that's supposed to be a little bit of, there's supposed to be some depth to it, and you get a... Yeah. And then there's silence. <laughs> it's like, uh, okay, so. Uh, you yeah, know, probably. <laughs> what? And he's like, uh, hello, I answered your question. Like, can we move on? Yeah, like next. So. Yeah, it's, uh, it's crazy, man. It's difficult. And that stuff's know. hard to coordinate. And we've done it. And it's fun when it's done. But my gosh, man, I just like coming on, throwing on the green room, and coming on here with Joe and, and, and you if we're going to plan that out and just have fun like that like it's too much pressure and it's not our style to really have like to do the guest thing but you know the thing with malcolm folk that was fun you know i did a a, that was a lot of fun yeah and i just want to see him play now at this point right he'll be a (laughs) red shirt freshman i assume right yeah he will be so um yeah a 20 year old freshman yeah but it's Uh, it's it's fun and it's worth it when it's done it's just tough to do you know? Yeah, I hear you. I think um, you guys just toy around with doing like maybe some like ten minute interviews or something. I'm happy to you know make some introductions for you if you if you'd like. I mean, it's it's really not not a big deal on my end. You know, nothing nothing crazy. Just like hey, look, just get you introduced, and then maybe you find rapport with somebody else, and then at least it's just one extra person to to bring on, um, whether it's for basketball or football or. You know, just some local or, you know, I don't know who, you know, some homeless guy talking through a payphone. I, I don't know. You know, <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> That'd be fun. That'd be like yeah. second to you, a homeless guy through a payphone. If you could line, if, if you could, I'm, I'm close. I know one actually. Uh, if you could line that up for me, that would be a- excellent. The problem is finding the payphone. Yeah, that's, yep. Yep. That, that is true. <laughs> uh, he'll call collect. collect. He'll call you collect. Yeah. yeah Skype. Uh, <laughs> can you do that? I'm sure you can. Um, okay, I think that's it, right? I mean, we could keep going. Like I said, we should just do part two. 
later on. We'll get yeah, you back on. We'll we'll do another freestyle episode. So, um, look, Tyler, thank you so much. We appreciate you for coming. I'm glad we could do it during the uh, the week off. Um, Joe was, to, truth be told, Joe was a little nervous. He's like, what are we going to talk about, man? I got to be, I got to have some structure, man. And that, <laughs> just how I'm built. It's how he's built. I knew it. When the phone was ringing, I'm like, he's going to ask what we're talking about. And I'm going to have to tell him I don't know. <laughs> so, and then he's going to ask me I'm, again. I'm, I'm humbled. I'm humbled by your, um, your vulnerability, Joe. It just goes to show, you know, uh, that's, that's just, you guys are brothers. You know, you don't need to have an agenda when you see a family member, you just pick up where you left off. Exactly. See, it was like nothing. And it's true. And, and, and it's, it's crazy because we know we met through social media. Uh, I met you in person one time. I brought you to trappers Two, the only time they had the loudest fucking band (laughs) in the world on. And then, and then we couldn't even talk. Okay, okay. Before before we continue, this is this is very brief. This is very very brief. I didn't know this at the time, but since then, that stuff happens to me always. Like I, you, like had nothing. It was me. Like I affected you that day. I'm sorry. <laughs> I believe that because that's not how 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 T two rolls. Really, it's never. I've never it's seen me. that. It's a me thing. Okay. Well, I'm glad you can take some of the responsibility for that, Tyler. I appreciate it. No, it's a hundred percent. Like, um, dude, I got, yeah, I got, I got plenty of stories. Um, yeah, man, not, not, nothing but stories like Ryan Norton, our, our kicker. There was like when we were in New York city, like the one day that he was there, I was also there. So we like got lunch and that was cool. And then like Omari calls me and he's like, uh, Palmer, I may have told you the story may have not, but, he calls me too. He's like, Hey, I'm at Toyota center. And he would be fine with me telling the story. He's like, Hey, I'm at Toyota center. Like I finally got the call for like the big league show WWE. And I was like, dude, that's fucking awesome. Like congrats. And he goes, yeah, but like, I really need some weed like right now. And I know that you live in Houston. So like, can you get that hooked up for me? Cause like, I'm not going on stage or, you know, to some degree of like, um, but like, it's just like all the time, like it happens all the time. <laughs> like there's just stuff like that like there's a guy we go to trappers too there's a guy making out that is playing lead guitar for this band it's his birthday he's playing guitar while making out with his wife in a pizza shop that i've never been to it's like how do you it's so do syracuse by the way <laughs> i don't know it is so syracuse <laughs> good times tyler was like tyler was like oh, i'm gonna go i'm leaving like, oh, my ears are like bleed like dude they had like the amps turned all the way up and they had like mics next to the amp like to bigger amps like it was so loud and my sister poor gal she's like 20 or 21 i don't even know how old she is at the time I'm from new york city and she's just like looking around like what in the hell did i decide to do like this is just yeah anyway it was excellent it's a memory right so um, it is uh, forever. I'll never, I'll never forget that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, all right. We will do this again after basketball season ends, after Syracuse shocks the world and makes it to the Sweet 16, like I predicted. Uh, <laughs> Joe. I hope, I hope they do. Uh, I hope you're right. Okay. Uh, after that happens, we will, we will definitely have Tyler back on. It was a blast. It was loose. It was fun. And we appreciate you, Tyler, for coming on. Uh, We will be back here Sunday, 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 after Syracuse faces Boston College for the second time. Can they start another streak? Let's hope so. For Tyler and Joe, I'm Sean. We're out of here.
Peace. That's it. That's all we got. Tyler's still buzzing. He sounds like he sounds like he sounds like a one of those outdoor bug zappers.